The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. I am so glad you're able to join NUMA Podcast today. Our key text for this podcast is the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. Moses was shepherding the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the west end of the wilderness and came to the mountain of God, Horeb. The angel of God appeared to him in flames of fire blazing out of the middle of a bush. He looked. The bush was blazing away, but it didn't burn up. Moses said, What's going on here? I can't believe this. Amazing. Why doesn't the bush burn up? God saw that he had stopped to look. God called to him from out of the bush, Moses, Moses. He said, yes, I'm right here. God said, don't come any closer. Remove your sandals from your feet. You are standing on holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, afraid to look at God. Please join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. I ask, O oh Lord, that you sanctify the sound of my voice, even as a comfort, O oh Lord. Father, that in the end we will be able to understand what you are saying to the church today. And Lord, I know that you always hear when we pray. So thank you now for answering these particular prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I recently came across an interesting online article on the Birmingham Mail. It reads, The once-in-a-lifetime experience takes you to the skies to see the northern lights and back in a night. These Unique excursion is allowing people to fly around the night skies for three hours in search of the northern lights, 
all from Birmingham Airport. The Northern Light is a natural light show caused by the interaction between the magnetic field of the Earth and the Sun. There is some thought among scientists that our years of being able to see the Northern Lights are becoming numbered. So, luckily, travelers can save themselves the expense of a trip to Iceland with this affordable trip by Omega Bricks. The experience begins with pre-flight presentation either at the airport or in a nearby hotel. After takeoff, the aeroplane cabin is made as dark as possible for optimal viewing of the night sky. Experts will give commentary on what you can see as the search for the northern lights begins. The trip aims to fight the usual visibility issues that comes with viewing the northern lights, otherwise known as the aurora from the ground. Up in the skies, stargazers have a much higher chance of seeing the spectacle by flying above bad weathers or inconvenient clouds, as well as the northern lights, travelers should be able to see shooting stars and famous constellations like Orion's Belt. According to Omega Breaks, this is perhaps the most vibrant you will ever see some of the more famous constellations. Wow, interesting. I love Aurora's. I love the Northern Lights. But here today, we're going to talk about something that is more unique and more spectacular than Aurora. So, the title of this podcast is when the bush fails to burn when the bush failed to burn in the next few minutes i am going to take advantage of the insight we can have when approaching biblical texts such as our reading today People sometimes talk about miracles as if to say they are some pre-arranged theatrical shows. Of course, we have heard of miracles taking place that are deliberately orchestrated by those involved in church business to create celebrity aura around themselves. But let me tell you, my dear brothers and sisters, miracles are extemporal and supernatural occurrences that are divinely inspired. Therefore, if it can be explained, it is science. And if it cannot be explained, it is miracle. I like the rendition of the word miracle by the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Here's what it says. A miracle is an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. This is the reason we must be weary of miracle merchants disguised as ministers of God offering prepackaged miracles. John's letter to his community said, that's 1 John chapter 4 verse 1, My dear friends, don't believe everything you hear. Carefully weigh and examine what people tell you. Not everyone who talks about God comes from God. There are a lot of lying preachers loose in the world. 
as a child of God, each day of our lives is a day of expectation of divine intervention in our affairs. Although we do not go about designing and discerning its outcome, we committed to the Lord to take charge, and that is the beauty of our relationship with God, the creator and the master of our being. In this work with God, we may see things that others don't see because they are spiritually blind to it. The Word of God said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, A person who isn't spiritual doesn't accept the teachings of God's Spirit. He thinks they are nonsense. He can't understand them because a person must be spiritual to evaluate them. In the case of the crux of our message today, the burning bush, some scholars have suggested that the fact that the bush had flames of fire on it and yet was not burning may not have been unique to Moses. Other shepherds would have also passed by the bush while it was burning and not burning. The difference on this occasion was the fact that it was Moses that took active look at the spectacular and turned aside to look. I want you to give this line of argument a serious thought. Perhaps today for you is just another day. You are just going about your routine business without expecting anything different from the other days. Maybe you are no longer spiritually active and sensitive as you used to be and have become partially blinded by the events around you that you barely had the time to look and to step aside from the routine. For Moses, it was different. He had been a fugitive for some time now. He killed an Egyptian and by now have settled among other people's group got married and perhaps giving up on anything that would change his life for good. But you know what? He still had the inner yearning to relate to his people and to his God. So he stopped at this awe-inspiring and overwhelming sight. Like in the article I read earlier, Moses didn't have to pay from Birmingham airport to fly to see the northern light or the aurora. It was for him a free display, a free spectacle that he had to see on the day. Maybe today you should stop everything and look around you. There may be fire on some bushes that you are failing to notice right now. And the sight is free. Our key text today, that is Exodus chapter 3 verse 1 to 6. Now from verse 1 to 2 tells us this. Moses was shepherding the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the west end of the wilderness and came to the mountain of God, Horeb. The angel of God appeared to him in flame of fire, blazing out of the middle of a bush. He looked, the bush was blazing away, but it didn't burn up. Wonderful. The underlying question here is this, what if Moses did not step aside to look? 
Maybe the very act of stepping aside to see the wonder unfolding before him is the real miracle and not the burning bush. You see, we have been engineered by contemporary society to know first, that is to understand the science of something ab initio. But no, my brothers and my sisters, we are not called to know. We are called to trust and to obey. That is the reason the Bible states categorically in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 1 that the fundamental fact of the existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. There is a bush burning in each of our lives and throughout our lives as we work along this well-worn path. There might will be a message for you in it. Only if you would be attentive enough and be healed of your spiritual attention deficit disorder and observe actively to your surrounding and step aside and respond to the call being made to you today. It is worth remembering that burning bushes are those situations that disrupt life and catch our attention. These are not part of the schedules. They are extemporal and they have the propensity to make us stop and look again and again. That is what we call miracles. Whenever real miracles happen, we are flabbergasted because the bush fails to burn. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Verses number three to four of our key text is an interesting interface between the mortal and the immortal. Moses said, what's going on here? I can't believe this. Amazing. Why doesn't the bush burn up? God saw that he had stopped to look. God called to him from out of the bush. Moses, Moses, he said. Yes, I'm right here. See, Moses was a person of interest to God right from Egypt. And at this point, God was still interested in him because of the assignment he was designed for. Though he runs, he could never outrun God's presence. God caught up with Moses in the wilderness of despondency through the bush that failed to burn. God shattered Moses' imagination. At last, God arrested his curiosity and introduced his presence to him by calling him his name, Moses, Moses. God made this encounter so personal, again, because Moses was a person of interest. That day was to be the end of his wilderness hustling with no mission. He must have gone home that day with his resignation letter handy to his employer. 
and his father-in-law. Brothers and sisters, when God calls, it is irresistible because you cannot kick against the prick. No wonder the book of Romans chapter 11 verse 29 says this, God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. He will never go back on his promises. God does not require Moses to approve. He was created for this right from conception. That was why he was safe in that basket in the Nile River. And it was for the same reason he was picked up by Pharaoh's daughter to groom. All that God wanted from Moses at this point was him to step aside, which he did. Moses heard his name being called Moses, Moses. And he said, yes, I'm right here. Friends, are you being called today? And are you going to step aside and answer the call? Sometimes people think miracle is when they suddenly run into some material blessings or some physical healings. But no, while they can also be the case, miracle is mostly about the calling and assignment from God to you. That is why Moses was not healed of his speech impediment. Instead, an aid in the person of his brother Aaron was made ready for him. It is God's pleasure to grant us our heart desire according to Psalms 37 verse 4. But more than anything else, he wants us to fulfill his mission on earth on his behalf. Not because he cannot accomplish that himself, but he wants us, those he created in his own image, to accomplish that task. We want relatively stable and calculated lives. And nothing is wrong with that. But such lifestyle would subtract from us our ability to depend entirely on God. That is what the call of God is all about. That is who we are, a child of the Most High God. Verse 5 of Exodus 3, which is our key text for today, says, God said, don't come any closer. Remove your sandals from your feet. You are standing on a holy ground. Now that God had got Moses' full attention, he needed him to know the sacredness of God and of his presence, a lesson he will come to value throughout his journey along with the Lord his God throughout the wilderness. God said, don't come any closer. You are standing on a holy ground. This may seem a bit incongruous. First, he was invited. Then, there is a restriction. That, however, is the fact that while we have the freedom to approach the presence of God, it's not a license for us to do as we please, but to approach God's presence with fear and trembling. This type of fear is not the fear that terrifies, but that which commands our reverence for God who made us. For you who is listening to this podcast today, it means whenever you hear God speaking to you and calling your name through his word, it means that you must approach his presence with 
candor and worship and not just the taking off of your physical shoes as some teach in some quarters. The final part of our key text, that is verse number 6, it says, Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, afraid to look at God. Brothers and sisters, this appears to be the most important aspect of this encounter, away from the distraction and the attraction of the burning bush. It is now a serious business and vision casting. The messenger has been located and captured, and it is time for full introduction. Friends, when God introduces himself to you, you will never be the same again because a personal encounter with God is an awe-inspiring experience that lasts forever. Peter encountered Jesus Christ, the miracle walker. He was never the same again. Saul of Tarsus encountered Jesus Christ on the Damascus Road. It changed him. Your own encounter with God today is designed to change you as well. God said to Moses, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. God wanted Moses to understand the bigger picture of the Hebrew story and his part in the scheme of things. His ancestors' history was attached to God himself. This means God had the plan to redeem his people the whole time. Therefore, it was important for Moses to understand who was speaking to him through the burning bush. The Bible said on hearing this, Moses hid his face, afraid to look at God. Brothers and sisters, each time God's people encounter God in the Bible, they want to run away. It was so with the people of God in Exodus chapter 20 verse 19. It says, all the people experiencing the thunder and lightning, the trumpet blast and the smoking mountain were afraid. They pulled back and stood at a distance. They say to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen, but don't have God speak to us or we will all die. The people didn't want God to speak to them directly. The presence of God was so hard. The presence of God was so loud. When they heard the trumpet sound and the mountain quaking, it made them to fear Brothers and sisters, we must take God serious today in our life. It happened with Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 6 tells us that when God introduces himself to Isaiah, he could not stand on his own ground. He saw his own vulnerability and he cried, My doom is sealed, for I am a foul-mouthed sinner, a member of a sinful, foul-mouthed race, and I have looked upon the King, the Lord of Heaven's armies. Isaiah saw his own unworthiness. When we see and encounter God, that is what will happen. 
It also happened with Peter in Luke chapter 5 verse number 8. The Bible say when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh sir, please leave us. I am too much of a sinner for you to have around. Peter saw himself unworthy to approach the man Christ Jesus. And several others in the scriptures experience the same. You too need to reverence God. You too need to come to that place and know that God is holy. That God is huge. That God is the creator and the maker of this universe. Including you yourself. As I conclude this podcast today, I would like you to remember that while we would like to have a life that is predictable, they are not always possible. This life is full of ups and downs. The only instrument of navigation for the child of God is faith. And having faith does not mean your life would not be disrupted, as did Moses' life. But in that disruption, when the bush fails to burn, may be where you will find the true answer to your purpose for existing on this side of eternity. However, how you approach the burning bushes in your life matter. But you have a choice. You either choose to step aside at the spectacle or ignore it and move on. At the end of the day, you are created as a free will moral agency with the power of choice. Moses chose to step aside when the bush fails to burn, which is the real miracle. It is my prayer today that you too would recognize God in the unusual situation like Moses when the bush fails to burn. The fire of God is burning today. Just step aside and look. God bless you and let us pray. Father Divine, thank you once more for this time with my brothers and my sisters. I thank you because of who you are, a miracle-working God, the one who is still in the business of miracle, a miracle of calling people's attention. And Father, today I pray for my brothers and my sisters around the world so that they will come to that place where they can understand your voice, understand your miracle, like when the bushes are burning and yet not burning. Lord God Almighty, I pray that we all will come to that place where we can recognize your presence in our life each day. We thank you, Father God, because you are still in the business of miracle. And thank you, O Lord, for having listened to our prayers today. All of this, Father, I seal in the precious name of Jesus Christ, the one who is coming back again. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.